TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we are, hour number two. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And uh, we'll be joined by Peter King from NBC Sports in just a moment. In the meantime... We go to the phones, and leading us off here in hour number two is Marie in Amherst. What do you got for us, Marie? Hey, guys. So, Steve, I understand you when you talk about overreaction toward the roster, but when is enough enough? If I'm the GM, Brandon Bean today, I'm talking straight to the Bills Mafia today. I'm telling them that with high risk come big rewards, changes are coming, and he needs to back his statements up. We need to retool this roster. Whatever we put together this year for a great season, that's got nothing to do with what's coming next year because of all the up-and-coming teams. So I'm not paying Gabe Davis. I'm sending him to Atlanta for the second-round pick in this draft. Um, We watched Von Miller get traded. He's a legend. I like Tremaine, but I'm sending him to Seattle for the 20th overall pick in his draft and then I'm going to get I'm going to you got to get some more pieces I'm going to Kansas City take one of their tight ends Jody Fortune from Buffalo New York he is he runs through defenders blocking in the run game he clear lanes for Kelsey he get touchdowns himself we got extra picks there extra money and straight to Brandon Bean, he needs to know that we want Jordan Poyer to retire a bill. Like, stop letting our legendary players go away. I keep watching Legends of the Game when we at the game or if we watching on TV. They bringing back players like Marshawn Lynch, who we like. He's a Seattle. He's a Seattle guy. He won a Super Bowl there. Like, let's bring – let's make our own legends and bring our players back because I think that's just – it was just too much this season. So we need to make some changes. Sean McDermott been here since 2017. You know, okay, he's been to a Super Bowl. He led a defense there with Carolina Panthers. So he knows what it takes to get to the Super Bowl on the defensive side. But something's just not clicking there on that side because they they haven't got it done. And then we watch two- and three-year players back-to-back at Cincinnati they going to the AFC championship game, two, three-year players back-to-back. So the youth, maybe it is some formative with getting younger players in here and building around them and creating more, but we, we got to make some change, some trades. We got we to gotta do something. 
All right. But Thanks, Marie. And I'll say to... this. I'll say this for you. And I don't disagree with most of what you said. Uh, and I've said it before. Next year's team, when they when they when this offseason starts, and he'll probably say, you know, a lot of stuff, everything's on the table. Uh, and you're right. There are certain things you got to make. It's a business. Uh, Jordan Poyer knows that. Tredavious White knows that. Gabe Davis knows that. All those guys, you know, like, and and I know that <clears throat> you kind of do this to yourself, and I don't want to bring it up, but you said you need to keep Jordan Poyer a bill. You need to make your great players stay great and keep them in-house, but you already traded away Tredavious White <laughs> to the – you traded away Tredavious White to Seattle. So I, I, I'm with you. The thing that nobody gets and why it's always so sad, particularly for the players and the coaches – when the season's over, so's that team. There's going to be a lot of new faces on this team because you got we. There's a list. We got a whole. We've got a graphic on our screens right here. Twenty-one free agents. There's twenty-one free agents and restricted free agents on the roster. Twenty. Twenty-one. That's a lot of guys on a forty-seven man roster for on game day. It's going to be a different team next year. Yeah, they'll be. You know, Josh will still be here. You know that's going to happen. Diggs going to be here. I get that. But there's going to be some guys that you love and respect that aren't going to be here. And these guys that are going to be here have to learn to include and make the family different in the locker room. So, Marie, you're right. Whatever moves are out there, and we can conjure up, you know, like you said, trading Gabe Davis to Atlanta and and Tredavious White to Seattle and who else was the other one? I, I can't remember, but... You know, okay, I'm not even – you're way ahead of me in that game. She wanted to trade Tremaine, actually. Tremaine Edmonds. Who's no longer going to be under contract. So So I'm – you know, so, yeah, it's going to be a different team. And and you're right. If they feel there's change that needs to be done, they – it's their responsibility to do it, whether it's comfortable or not. Yeah. Let's welcome in now uh, NFL insider for NBC Sports, Peter King, who also has got his weekly football morning in America column. Peter, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Are you guys all right? Or I'm worried about people. Yeah, up we're there. we're we're weathering our way through <laughs> this right, one. We've, yeah, we've been here before. There. We're yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, we've been here before. So you know how it goes. Good to see you, Peter. Thanks for coming on. What are your thoughts about these this playoff? Sure tournament so far in 2023 well i said in my column yesterday that this is really the first time that i've really thought about the bills as uh you know this the the sand in the hourglass is starting to fall out you know and i've not thought of it to that point um exactly like you know before this to that point exactly like this and the reason is because i think this is the fourth year that josh allen has taken this team to the playoffs sean mcdermott brandon bean josh allen i mean the core and you know just other than maybe that first year of 2019 you know when they lost to houston This is the first year where I say that they look like they might be a little bit away. You know, you know, I remember last year was just this week last year after the Kansas City playoff game that I just said, man, the 
the Bills next year, they're going to be my team. They're going to be the team that I'm going to pick to win the Super Bowl. And you know, to me, the difference between last year and this year, when last year I think they scored 83 points in the two playoff games, uh, and this year they scored whatever it was, 46, 44. 47 points. It's just, it's just a different, it's a different team, first of all. And you know, Steve, you're talking about the the looming free agents. It's a different team every year. There's no question about it. But I think what is different about this team this year, particularly from last year, is that last year's team at the end of the year just looked like a juggernaut that needed a few tweaks on defense. Uh, that isn't the case now. This is a team that looks like it really does need some help on offense. I think uh, it appears that we're we're wrong about Gabe Davis. I was, certainly. I thought he was going to be one of the five, six, seven best number two receivers in football, and he wasn't that this year. Uh, and, you know, I also think that Sean McDermott's going to have to look at his team, and I think he's going to have to look at uh, a little bit of his game day management and look at his team and say, I might have to be a little bit bolder, particularly late in games. Um, yeah, might have to go for things that uh, in the past I really haven't gone for per se, you know, say fourth down. The fourth and two at the end of the first half, the, maybe even the fourth and 10 at the end of the second half. It, you know, there's just a bunch of things, I think, that all aspects of this franchise can look at and examine and and say how how are we going to get better for 2023 it looks to me peter and you can tell me what you think of this theory you know to your point about investing in the offense the chiefs have clearly done that year over year even last offseason when they trade away tyreek hill you know they go out and they get valdez scantling they get smith schuster and then before the trade deadline they get Kadarius tony i mean constantly adding you know, talent and weapons around Patrick Mahomes. They also made some heavy investments in their offensive line the last couple of off-seasons. Joe Tooney in free agency, Orlando Brown. They draft Creed Humphrey. They insulate the quarterback and give him every opportunity to succeed. You know, we know the Bengals' top three receivers are tough to top two in terms of talent. Buffalo's really got to go all in on offense here in this off-season because – even if you sacrifice talent on the defensive end, it seems if you're going to get to the promised land in the AFC, you got to outscore teams and then hope your defense can just hold it together enough to have the opponent score four, three or four less points than you do. I, I would totally agree. I think that, uh, yeah, I remember it was now almost two years ago when the Cincinnati Bengals, I, I think, I thought they were crazy to not take Panay Sewell uh, instead, and instead, not crazy, I just, I, I didn't like them taking Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell. Well, obviously, and look, Panay Sewell might have been a great Bengal, but Jamar Chase, uh, since that pick, uh, has been a huge add uh, to this franchise. And and I do think that's correct. I think what happened in Kansas City, 
I think it's such an interesting way to look at how to build your team because I think everybody uh, uh, thought that Kansas City was going to take a step back this year. <clears throat> I thought if they were 85% on offense of what they were last year, we'd be fine. And instead, they were 110% of what they were on offense with um, you know, with Tyreek Hill. And one of the reasons is I think you really have to know your team well. And Andy Reid and Brett Veach knew their team. And look, this is my opinion. This is not them. This, But look, I think that Tyreek Hill became a problem in 2021. We didn't see that at the time. But I think he became a problem. He wanted the ball a lot more. Uh, he he was an incredibly squeaky wheel. And so the Chiefs went out and they said, okay, we'll trade you if we can. And they did that. And the reason that they can do that is that they could then trust Patrick Mahomes to bring new guys into the fold. You know, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing. But 43% of Patrick Mahomes' passing yards, maybe it was 47%, but it's in the 40s, were all of those new wide receivers this year. And, you know, you know the, their new wide receivers gave them more yards than the wide receivers who left last year, led, obviously, by Tyreek Hill. So if you trust your quarterback to bring new guys into the fold, then Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they're going to be able to get the job done. You just have to trust your quarterback to be able to get those guys up and running. And Andy Reid and Brett Veach trusted Patrick Mahomes, and their trust was well-placed. Well, the Bills, it seems the Bills trust Josh Allen every bit as much as the Chiefs trust Mahomes, but Josh is work. it seems, and to our surprise, we're like you. We Everybody had high expectations of this wide receiver room. Uh, certainly, Steph Diggs didn't disappoint this season, but are the Bills in a position where they're asking too much of Josh Allen at this point because of the roster around him, and if so, and, and they do go the, the way that Brownie suggests, that starts to tilt the, tilt the table towards offense, not just in the draft, but in free agency and everything else. You know, my feeling is that, uh, you know, every team is different, but I do agree with you, Steve. I think that uh, probably... As, as you look in retrospect now, Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, they might have trusted Josh Allen a little bit too much. I mean, you saw um, at the end of this year, they have to go back and they have to go get Cole Beasley to come back. You know, they have to get John Brown to come back. You know, it's ironic, isn't it, that at the end of this season, they really could have used Isaiah Hodgins, you know, who was really good for the Giants. And the Giants think they have an absolute keeper in Isaiah Hodgins. Um, 
And so they were they were happy that the Bills tried to, um, you know, sneak him uh, off the roster and then back onto the practice squad um, because clearly they they used a resource that, you know, Brandon Bean and that coaching staff found and developed. So and I think there's more of that. They can do more of that. But I I also think that you really may have to look at the market this year and go out and get at least one proven good receiver uh, to come in this year. Who might that be? I think there's a lot of names. One guy I would look into a lot if I were the Bills uh, is Allen Robinson, who uh, went to the Rams last year and and they really didn't make that work very well. Who knows? The Rams are very interested now in trying to build through the draft a little more than they have in the past. Maybe you can get Allen Robinson. I mean, look, there's going to be a bunch of guys out there. There always is. But I think the biggest thing is you do have to build that offense back up because you have to look at what your competitors are doing. And Kansas City and Cincinnati both uh, overall right now have better weapons than Buffalo does. Let's look at the final four teams standing here a little bit, Peter, as we you know are closing in on championship weekend. And I, I don't know about you, but as high-flying as, as the Chiefs and Bengals game could potentially be, Eagles and Niners is just going to be it, it just rings of an old school slugfest, does it not? Uh, that's that's going to be one of these games that, honestly, at the end of that game, you say, man, I'm glad we got the extra week before the Super Bowl because, you know, there was this stat this year that uh, teams, when they uh, play the Niners the next week, they've got an awful record. Um, and I think that is going to be the case. You saw at the end of the San Francisco-Dallas game uh, that, you know, Jimmy Ward, the safety, just demolished Kevontae Turpin, uh, the Dallas receiver on that weird fluke play at the end of that game. That's really what uh, that's really what San Francisco has done. They are a physical, very, very tough team to play. Um, but on the other hand, one of the things that I like about what Howie Roseman has done in in Philadelphia, you know, I was at the game on Saturday and, you know, I just kept looking and they have wave after wave. They have so many defensive linemen. It turns out they rotated 12 defensive linemen in this game. 12 guys played at least 10 snaps. Brandon Graham's 35 years old. He played 12 snaps in that game and got a sack of Daniel Jones in the fourth quarter. So you know, they figured out a way to, to have a bunch of older guys getting older, like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. They play less, but they still produce. I think it's going to be a terrific game. Uh, I'd probably take the Eagles. I just have a lot of belief right now in Jalen Hurts. But uh, it would not surprise me one iota uh, if the 49ers won a nineteen seventeen game. And you look at the four quarterbacks that are in this this round, these championship rounds, Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is the oldest one at 27. 
and you look at the quarterbacks in the AFC with Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa when he started in healthy for the uh, Miami Dolphins. And in the NFC, of course, you got Jalen Hurts, uh, Brock Purdy, Cousins, Brady, who was there, Dak Prescott, and then Daniel Jones. It uh, is it. I don't know. What, give me an idea of your pop, what you think of this population at the top of the conferences of these quarterbacks. Certainly start with the AFC. These guys are young. They seem really good. They seem to have a lot of staying power. They seem like they're the real deal, not this one, you know, not a one-year wonder. I mean, these guys are good, and they look like they're going to be good for a very long time. I would agree. I mean, the one X factor there is Lamar Jackson. You don't really know what's going to happen to him. Um, you don't know where he's going to end up. I will not be shocked if either Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers ends up with the Jets. Um, you know, in Rodgers' case, short term, in Lamar's case, long term. Um, I just sense that the owner of that team probably has a little bit of quiet desperation versus some of the other teams. But I, I, I think that Lamar, I think there's a good chance Lamar will be on the move. Now, that's not a certainty, but I do think the top three guys, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, uh, you could also make the case that they're the top three in all of football. Um, I do think that, um, you know, Jalen Hurts is a top five player as well. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is. Uh, both work ethic and ability to get guys around him to play at a higher level is something that every team looks for in every quarterback. And so I, I, I think right now, you know, the way I sort of look at the Bills now is that you guys are both right in what you've talked about in the last few minutes. The Bills are in an arms race with Cincinnati and Kansas City. And that is going to be what will determine which team survives every year. Which teams are the ones that look at the landscape and say, we have to do X, Y, and Z, and then go out and actually do it. That is going to be something that uh, is really going to help determine who wins a very, very stacked AFC in the next four or five years. Last one I've got for you, Peter. You touched on it already, the Jets and addressing the quarterback position. If you had to handicap an either-or situation with Rodgers and Lamar, which would you put odds on to land more? Who's more likely to land in New York, you think? Because a lot of people, and I believe you were talking about this too in one of your columns, about how it might take two ones to get Rodgers away from Green Bay. Is, is Woody Johnson willing to part with that kind of currency? I would be if I were him. Why not? I mean, what are draft choices, really? Yeah. What are they? They're a means to help you get better. If I told you right now you're the Jets, you haven't had a quarterback in 100 years. You really haven't had a quarterback <laughs> in a half century, and that's not an exaggeration. I mean, you've had guys who've played the position, but if you had a top-five quarterback on your team in the last 50 years since Joe Namath, no. So let's say that you can get Aaron Rodgers to, to commit to you absolute total minimum for two years. Um, 
you know, you ask yourself this question, would I do that? I would do it. I would uh, put Zach Wilson in the room with him and I would just say, okay, Zach, soak it in, you know, learn from this guy. And then let's see what happens in a couple of years. Uh, but look, I don't know what they're going to do. When I wrote about Aaron Rodgers in my column, I said, I guess that it would be my guess that Green Bay would look for two ones. I don't know anything. Haven't talked to a soul about it in Green Bay, but that's just that's that's my guess. And you know, to me, uh, you know, the whole Lamar Jackson thing makes me a little nervous. Quite honestly, um, he missed five and three quarter games a year ago. He missed six and three quarter games this year, and you're talking about a guy who makes a lot of his explosive plays with his legs. Do you want a guy who's missed 34% of the snaps the last two years, a guy that you'd put everything on his plate, and do you want to trust that over the next eight to 10 years he's going to be a healthy player? I mean, he might be, but recent uh, history says he's not going to be. So that's a difficult thing for me. Um, it's difficult with Rodgers, too, because of, you know, if it would, you know, the compensation you'd have to pay. I get it. But I don't know. The Jets just look like they're going to be on the hamster wheel of devastation in the next couple of years unless they do something bold. Pete, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks for taking some time for us. Good luck, and uh, I hope we see you down the road. Sounds great, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. Thanks, Peter. That's uh, NFL insider for NBC Sports, Peter King, joining us here on the show. And, yeah, it's it's a verified arms race in the AFC, and the Bills have to add a few more weapons to their arsenal. Um, yeah, I'm here. Because, you know, Bengals one through three at receiver, it's better than, than what Buffalo yeah. has. And you could argue the same thing for the Chiefs. And, and not far behind – because they're going to get Calvin Ridley off suspension next year, are the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. He did say something there about, about the Jets, that they're going to be on the hamster wheel of destruction. <laughs> that is, That's a great line. That is a great – I wrote it down. <laughs> hamster wheel of destruction. <laughs> let's, not, let's, not get our, let's not get our ticket punched to the hamster wheel of destruction. Yeah. <laughs> let's try to avoid that at all costs. Wow. Um, good. That's where the Jets live more often than not. Yeah, but good hearing from Pete, though. They get Aaron Rodgers or they get Lamar Jackson. This division is going to be supremely interesting. How? Yeah. How? Because my look, look at your own division. We're talking about Kansas City and Cincinnati, Steve. Miami's got a top two set of receivers that are better than what Buffalo has. Here and all of a sudden, you're going. You kind of get quiet thinking about what it would mean to have Aaron Rodgers in. The jet in a jet Jets have a championship-caliber defense. They have a number one wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. They got to fill in after that, but they got a they got a game breaker in Brees Hall in the backfield too. Yeah, they do. So yeah, that they're right there. They get a quarterback of that caliber. They're right there. Yeah, they are. That's that's no fun to think about. No, because then you can't make fun of them anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so disappointing. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll get back to your phone calls because we're asking you, you're the GM of the Bills today, what are you saying when you address the media in your season wrap-up press conference? You let us know at 803-0550. 
We're back with your phone calls next here on One Bills Live. Stay tuned. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 